With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We hear God because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything.
life. Hear us, God. Father, through your Holy Spirit, reveal to us your heart. 
Reveal to us the thoughts and intents and desires of your heart, Lord. So, Father, we lay down everything before you tonight, Jesus. Lord, we give these next two hours to you, Father. The next hour, next two hours, Lord. And not only that, Jesus, but we desire to give you everything. Every minute of every day, Father. Every word that comes from our mouths, Lord. Every thought that's in our heart, Lord, we bring into captivity to the knowledge of Christ. Father, we declare and we make ourselves living sacrifices to you, presenting our bodies and everything we have to you, Father. Lord, we ask that we can know you, Father, as you have known us, Lord, so intimately, Jesus, and are so thoroughly acquainted with us. Through your Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to us so that we can know you in the same manner. Lord, help us have a godly fear of you, a godly reverence of who you are, Father. Let us understand the honor that is due to you for who you are, Father. Be glorified, Lord. Father, we choose tonight to stand and believe your word, Lord. Father, we choose not to believe the words of the enemy that would try to deceive us into believing things that are not, Father. We choose to live our lives based not on what we see or what we feel or what we hear, Lord, but only on what we believe, Lord. Believing that you are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Jesus, believing that you have been exalted and are seated at the right hand of God, making intercession for us, that you have been given the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, and every tongue should confess that you are Lord. So, Jesus, we bow our hearts and our lives to you right now, declaring that you are not only our Savior, but that you are our Lord and our Master, Father, and that we serve you and you alone. Father, if there's anybody out there tonight who is suffering from any affliction, Lord, any infirmity, Father, any plague, any disease, any pestilence, Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in the name that is above every name, Lord, we ask for complete and total deliverance right now in the name of Jesus. Complete healing over every part of their body right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Father, we declare that we believe your word. This is by your stripes we are healed. And that if we would ask anything in your name that you would do it, Jesus. You said if whatever things we ask in prayer believing, we shall have the things we ask, Father. So, Lord, we choose to believe not based on our own abilities, Lord, but on who you are, Father, knowing that you are faithful and true. Thank you, Jesus. 
So our call-in number tonight, once again, 619-638-8458. If you need prayer um, for pretty much anything, you want to give us a call. So I thought tonight um, we would actually go backwards, um, which is never backwards. Um, we talk a lot about the character and integrity of the Lord and how he never changes. You know, the things in our lives change daily, sometimes it seems, but he never changes. Um, he remains consistently faithful beyond all things, faithful to his word, faithful to his promises, faithful to the covenant which he swore to us, and upholds by his own righteous right hand. Um, so tonight I'm going to read a little bit out of um, Isaiah before we get into more prayer. And um, So anyway, uh, Isaiah, this is chapter 49, verse 1. It says, Listen, O coastlands, to me, and take heed, you people, from afar. The Lord has called me from the womb. And this is Isaiah prophesying through about the Lord Jesus Christ. From the matrix of my mother, he has made mention of my name, and he has made my mouth a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me, and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver, he has hidden me. He has said to me, You are my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and in vain. Well, part of this is about Jesus, part of it is about Israel. Um, yes, surely my reward is with the Lord, and my work with my God. And now the Lord says, who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, so that Israel is gathered to him. For I shall be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. Indeed, he says, it is too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel, their Holy One, to him who man despises, to him who the nations abhor, to the servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise, princes shall also worship. Because of the Lord, who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, and he has chosen you. Thus says the Lord, in an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. I will preserve you and give you as a covenant to the people, to restore the earth, to cause them to inherit the desolate heritages, that you may say to the prisoners, go forth, to those who are in darkness, show yourselves. They shall feed along the roads, and their pastures shall be on all desolate heights. They shall neither hunger nor thirst, neither heat nor sun shall strike them. For he who has mercy on them will lead them. Even by the springs of water he shall guide them. I will make each of my mountains a road, and my highways shall be elevated. Surely these shall come from afar. Look, those from the north and the west. And these from the lands of Sinem. Sing, O heavens, be joyful, O earth, and break out in singing, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have mercy on his afflicted. But Zion, 
said, The Lord has forsaken me, and my Lord has forgotten me. You know, sometimes we actually think that, um, you know, it seems a lot of people um, seem to struggle with finding the joy and peace that the Bible talks about. Um, and you know, there's a lot of things in the Bible that we look at the lives of the disciples and the people in the Bible, and we're like, you know what, I wish I really could have that. And it's nice and good that the Bible says it, but um, we don't always see it activated, and we don't always see it working in our lives. Um, you know, sometimes things don't always go the way we plan them. Um, things rarely go the way we plan them. Um, and sometimes we're just left with our hands in the air wondering um, what's going on and what the Lord's doing and why things happen whichever way they were. And, you know, sometimes we even feel like the Lord's sort of forgotten us or like maybe we screwed up too much in doing whatever we've done that maybe we've, like, um, invalidated the promises of the Lord. That is, if we believed him in the first place. But, you know, um, what the Lord promised, he's faithful to complete until the day of Christ. It's not about us. It's about his working through us and his working in us. His covenant that he has swore to us and promised us from the beginning, um, he's faithful to fulfill. Even if we're not faithful, even if we turn our backs on the Lord, he's still faithful to his word. He's faithful to his name. He's faithful to the things that he's promised because he is a faithful God. It says in verse 15, Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget Yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Your sons shall make haste. Your destroyers and those who laid you waste shall go away from you. Lift up your eyes. Look around and see. All these gather together and come to you. As I live, says the Lord, you shall surely clothe yourself with them all as an ornament as an ornament, and bind them on you as a bride does. For your wastes and desolate places and the land of your destruction will even now be too small for the inhabitants, and those who swallowed you up will be far away. The children you will have, after you have lost the others, will say again in your ears, The place is too small for me. Give me a place where I may dwell. Then you will say in your heart, Who has begotten these for me? Since I have lost my children and am desolate, a captive and wandering to and fro, and who has brought these up? There I was left alone. But these, where are they? Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will lift up my hand in an oath to the nations, and set my standard for the peoples. They shall bring your sons in their arms, and your daughters they shall be carried on their shoulders. Kings shall be your foster fathers, and their queens your nursing mothers. They shall bow down to you with their faces to the earth, and lick up the dust of your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord, for they shall not be ashamed who wait for me. You know, um, it reminds me of the story of um, Joseph. Um, I think it was, yeah, Joseph in the Old Testament in um, Egypt. And, you know, the enemy had a plan for him, and the Lord had a plan for him. And, you know, he was carried away because his brothers um, 
pretty much um, sold them into slavery um, out of jealousy. And so he ended up in um, prison, and then through the gifts that the Lord had given him, he was exalted. And, you know, the Bible says your gifts will make room for you. And, you know, it's true, the anointing that the Lord has placed on your life will make a way for you when there may not seem to be a way. The Lord will use the gifts and the talents and the anointing and the mantle he has placed upon your life to bring to waste the enemy and to exalt you in due time. If you're humble before him and submitted to him, um, and so, you know, in the end of the story, and, um, you know, Joseph is exalted and ends up helping, actually helping his brothers and sisters who were shocked to find out who he really was. But, you know, at times we we find ourselves in the midst of bondage, um, not really in bondage, but we find ourselves in what we consider a prison. But, you know, even the prisons that we're in are nothing more than an incubation period for the Lord to perform a work in your life. Every obstacle, every mountain, every struggle, every anything that comes in your way, every army that comes against you is nothing more than a beginning place for the Lord to be glorified in your life. Um, you know, a lot of times um, this life and this walk is more about perspective than anything else. It's more about how you see the things. If you want to see the things the way the world would normally see them. Um, normally, we see obstacles and struggles and problems, and we're like, oh, God, what am I going to do um, Life's over. I have no clue what I'm going to do. Everything's hopeless. But, you know, everything's never hopeless. You know, the Lord says, lift up your eyes. Look and see. Behold the glory which I'm bringing into your life. Behold the salvation. Behold the victory. Behold the triumph I have through my son, Christ Jesus, which I will show you. And the Lord is going to be glorified, and the Lord will be magnified, and he'll be exalted. He's already exalted. And all things have been put under his feet. And so we can sit around and we can listen to the enemy and believe that everything is hopeless and futile. But our hope doesn't rest in what the world thinks. And it doesn't, our hope doesn't rest in our perception of things around us. Our hope rests in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our hope rests in the Father of glory and the salvation we have through Christ, which the world could never possibly understand or never possibly even perceive because they don't have the Spirit of God. But we have the Spirit of God. The same spirit who Jesus sent to reveal to us the heart of the Father. And so we need to take up his perspective. We need to take up his mindset. You know, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. Well, to have the mind of Christ, we need to know what the heart of Christ is. We need to know what his mind says. We need to know what the scripture says about the Lord. And the Lord is victorious. The Lord is never struggling in any type of battle when it comes to the things he sent his children to do. Whenever there's been an army that's come against and an enemy who's come against the children of God, they've always been laid waste because the Lord is faithful to defend those and to protect those and to be a shield and to be a high tower and to be a city of refuge to those who place their trust in him. And all you have to do tonight is look up to the Lord. Lift your hands and trust him. Have joy right now for who he is. You don't need to know and worry about what's going to happen on the other side of the battle. You don't need to under you don't need to try to figure out and worry how you're going to get through the next situation. All you've got to do is put your eyes on the Lord. Put your eyes on him and let him be faithful in your life. Let him show 
himself strong in your life. Let him be your strength. Let him be, let him give you the, like you said, my grace is sufficient. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. When we declare that we can do it all on our own, we can, and we declare we're strong, we're really weak. But when we're willing to bow ourselves before Him and to lay our lives before Him and have Him give Him reign in our lives, asking for His will to be done, that His strength takes over when our strength fails. When we're weak, then we're really strong because then we're operating in the strength of the Lord. We're operating in the grace of the Lord and the unmerited favor of the Lord. You know, the anointing of the Father isn't based on appearances. It's not based on what men or women deserve or ranks or anything else. It's based on the love of the Father for the nations. It's based on his faithfulness. And whatever the obstacle you're facing is, whether it's an obstacle in your marriage or whether it's something with your job or whether it's some kind of sickness or disease, it really doesn't make any difference because he's the same God. He's the same yesterday and day and forever. And the same Jesus that raised Lazarus from the dead will create a resurrection miracle in your life if you're willing to believe him. Just simply believe him and let him be glorified. Let him have the opportunity to be glorified in your life and to prove what his word says is true. Anyway, this is Prayer International Radio, our call-in number, 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, give us a call, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
Telling how good he is where you're at. Just lift it up. Thank you, God. We celebrate you tonight. Oh, oh my Father. Oh. We love you, God. Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. So we were talking about Joseph and um, perspectives. Um, you know, I'm going to take a second and say this. Um, just get this out there um, for whoever's listening. You know, the faithfulness of the Lord is almost beyond description and um, really, it's beyond comprehension. Um, God himself, his very nature, his very attribute, who he is, is for the most part almost beyond human comprehension. As much as we try to wrap our mind around the concept and the reality of who he really is, um, we never come close to even grazing the surface of who he is. Um, you know, the same God who spoke and out of nothing created everything and brought forth life and created life. And then when death had taken over because of the disobedience of man, he brought forth life again through the death of his own son, Jesus Christ, for all and to all who would believe. You know, like you said to Abraham, um, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, not through necessarily Abraham's own worthiness, not through his own works, not because Abraham was some special person, but just because he believed God. 
that was the standard. That was the test. That was it to believe God, to believe him for who he said he is. You know, it says in Hebrews, those that come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And, you know, just like um, knowing him is, I mean, without the Holy Spirit, it would be impossible to know the Father. Um, but it says the Holy Spirit reveals the mind of the Father to us. Um, but, you know, his faithfulness is almost the same, beyond comprehension. I mean, we try to um, understand the faithfulness of the Father based in human terminology and based on human experience. But we forget that God's not human. When we, in our own character, would fail, when we look at um, the actions of other people and our, even our own actions in this world, we get a sort of a twisted viewpoint of what faithfulness really is. Um, even the word covenant itself. Um, in a society where marriage is seems more symbolical than um, anything else, um, and not held with any kind of um, honor or holiness as um, it should be. You know, we don't really understand the concept of covenant. We don't really understand the permanence um, of what covenant actually is and of what his faithfulness is. Um, but he's not a man. And when the Lord God says that he's faithful, um, it's the most reality you could ever um, understand. Um, it really doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter, you know, all that is completely irrelevant. Um, the Bible says there is no none righteous, no, not one. Even those who try to be righteous and try to gain for themselves some kind of righteous always find themselves falling incredibly short of the righteousness which the Bible speaks of. But it's because we were never meant to have our own righteousness, because it's not possible, um, which is why the Lord Jesus Christ came and died on the cross for us, so that we could be declared the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus by faith, um, so that him, he alone will be glorified, that his name alone receives glory, honor, and praise. And, you know, when I talk about his faithfulness, um, not only through personal experience, but, you know, when it comes to believing the Lord God, um, it's it's pretty much that simple. It's the simplicity of the gospel. You either believe it or you don't. Um, you don't try to debate it. You don't try to figure it out. You don't try to um, try to wrap it around your perception and your um, knowledge of how the world should work and how the things of God should work, um, because the natural man can't understand the things of God. Um, and if you try to go, if you try to get to God through a natural mindset, trying to understand Him um, the way a man would normally understand a man, you'll never be able to fully grasp who He really is and what His Word really means. Um, well, you know, when God said, "I'll never leave you nor forsake you," He meant it. No matter what, no matter what you can do, He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Um, and when He declared over you in your mother's womb and he declared that he had a plan and a purpose for your life. That was it. I mean, it was set in stone, written right there. He wrote his, your name on the palm of his hand and declared that you were his. 
And from the day that you took your first breath until the day that you take your last, the Lord will still be there and the Lord will still be faithful to you to fulfill his word in your life. And all you have to do is trust him. All you have to do is believe him. All you have to do is lay aside everything that you think you know about him, everything you think you know about how things should work, and come to a place of humbleness and just taking the word of God as it is. If the Bible says that he's faithful and just to forgive us, then he forgives us. Why do we hold on to sin that no longer, according to the mind of God, no longer exists? Why do we hold on to guilt and shame, which the Bible says we should no longer have? It says in Romans, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. None. Not a bit. Not an ounce. Not a little bit. Not maybe a little bit right after, you, right after you've made a mistake. Um, no. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah, we walk around with condemnation and shame. When we shouldn't, we should be walking around in the joy of the Lord. Because he's our strength. He's our shield. He is our salvation. We're the, right, we're the righteousness of God through him. We're clothed in white garments of holiness and purity. Because of him. Through him. For him. You know, it says that we have open access to the Father. Through Jesus Christ. Um, when he said, I am the, when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, um, there was a, to, a totality about it. He is the way. No one can come to the Father except through him, because there's no other name given among men which, by which they must be saved. There's no, no one else who paid the price who died on the cross for your sins. It's Jesus and him alone. Regardless of what the world may say about however many different gods the world tries to proclaim there are, there's really only one, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's it. So he is the way. When he says he's the truth, you know, if you want to ever find out the truth about any situation, you need to go to the source. When you want to find out how something is made and how the world operates and how the universe works, you can't go to what your friends and your neighbors and everybody else says. You have to go to him. It doesn't matter what um, – it's not one of those things where you have to go to some priest to try to find someone who proclaims himself to be holy and righteous and try to get their opinion when you can go straight to the Father. You know, he's not a respecter of persons. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, you're just equal, as equally accepted into the presence of the Father as anybody else. I don't care really care who, who what the person's name is on television, but you have equal access to the Father through the Holy Spirit through the blood of Jesus than anybody else. You're just as accepted, just as anointed, just as chosen. When the Bible says we are children of God, that means you. We're all equal in his eyes. Um, and he's alive. You know, it says that all things were made through him, by him, and for him. All things exist um, because of him. The whole world is held together because of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth, created everything through Jesus. And then when sin tried to bring death, you know, the Father stood up and made a standard, and he said no. And once again, he brought forth life through the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, in your life, regardless of what it is um, that happens, regardless of what you're suffering from, what problems you're having, you know, look to the Lord. Trust in him. Believe that he is everything he says he is. Believe that he'll do everything he said that he will do. And he will. 
there's no reason you can't trust the Word of God. If you're sick and you're in the hospital or whatever, you know, the Bible says that by his stripes we are healed. The Bible says if we ask anything in his name, that he'll do it. It says, whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you shall have the things you ask. It says in First John, we know that if he hears us, then we know we have the things that we ask of him. And when he says he's faithful to you, just like it says in the Psalms, where can I go from your spirit and where can I flee from your presence? Wherever you're at tonight, the Lord's there with open arms. He said, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Maybe you've been away from the Lord for a while and maybe you just can't hear his voice. Maybe you can't feel his presence. Maybe um, you're not even sure about your relationship with him. But his perspective and his mindset on you hasn't changed. He still loves you the same as he did in the beginning, as the day he created you. As the day when Jesus Christ, a couple thousand years ago, died on the cross from you. The same as he did when he wrote your name in the palm of his hand and declared that he or she is mine. Jesus said, I know who are mine and the enemy cannot snatch them out of my hands. And the Lord will be faithful to you. Just trust in him. It doesn't matter however many enemies are out there against you. It doesn't matter how many armies have camped about you. Because the Bible says greater is he that is with us than he that is with the world. Greater is the army of God who is with us than the army that is with the world. Greater is the power of our Lord Jesus Christ than any power the enemy proclaims he can have over you. The Bible says... The devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking him we may devour. It doesn't say he is a roaring lion. It says he walks about pretending to be one. But it also says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Because he's completely powerless to do anything but change your opinions and change your perspective. And let you, and attempt to get you to believe that the Lord God is not everything that he proclaimed he is. He did the same thing in Adam with Adam and Eve. He tried to do the same thing with Jesus. And he'll do the same thing today. Whatever it takes to change your heart and to move you away from looking at the Lord. But you know what? You don't need to look at your situation. You don't need to look at yourself. You don't need to look at your own merit or anything else. All you need to do is look to the Lord Jesus Christ. To what he said. To what His what the Bible declares about him. To what the Bible declares about his blood. What the Bible declares about his faithfulness. And there's not a single mountain that can stand in front of God. There's not a single obstacle that won't be brought low. I've come to see the weak 
darker side of me. I've realized His grace is what I need. When sin demanded justice for my soul, mercy said no.
Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. We're going to be joined in just a few minutes by Chris Herzog, who will take up the second hour of the broadcast. Um, Before we get to that, um, let's pray um, a little bit. Father, Lord, you know those who are yours. Father, you know those who are seeking you, Lord, those who are hungry and thirsty after you, Father. Jesus, you said to seek first your kingdom. You said to seek first your righteousness. Father, you said blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, Father. And Lord, we hunger, Father, thirst, Lord, after you, Father. We hunger and thirst after your presence. Father, as in a dry wilderness where there's no water, Lord, we hunger and thirst for you, Jesus, desiring your presence, Father. As David said, one thing we desire, Lord, that we may dwell in your house all the days of our life, Lord, to inquire in your temple, Father, that we can come into the most holy of holy place, Father, past the veil, Father, into your presence, Lord. Father, so that we can know you, Lord, that we can see you as you are, Father. Lord, that we can know you as you have known us, Lord, so that we can understand the purpose for which you have called us, Lord, the purpose for which you have chosen us, Father, so that you would show to us the magnitude, Father, the greatness of your love which you have for us, Lord. Father, anybody out there, Lord, who doesn't know you tonight, Father, or who is struggling, Lord, with their own feelings of inadequacy or guilt or shame or anything else, Jesus. Lord, in your name, Father, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to them. Father, reveal reveal to them the true nature of your heart. Reveal to them the true nature of your love and your faithfulness in their lives. Lord, draw their hearts to you, Father. Draw their their mind and their eyes to you, Jesus. Lord, give them a new perspective. Father, give them, take them higher, Lord. Let them see in the heavenly places, Father, tonight. Lord, your word declares that we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Father, so tonight, for your children, Lord, let us see, Lord, in that perspective, Father. Holy Spirit. Fill us with joy and peace in believing your name, Father. Jesus, I ask that your will would be done, Father, in all of our lives, Lord, that you would be glorified in us and through us, Jesus. Father, we desire nothing more than you, Father. You are our exceeding great reward, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, once again, our call-in number, 619-638-8458. This is Prayer International Radio. We're going to take one last break, and we'll be back with Christopher Herzog.
Shout. 
All right, praise God, we're back. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I am picking up the last half of the broadcast. As you can tell, we've changed our broadcasting hours from 9 to 11 p.m. Central Time, so 9 p.m. Central Time to 11 p.m. We've just pushed everything back one hour, basically, so... If anything else changes, we'll try to post it on the website and on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, anyways, if you need to, check us out, Prayer International. We've got a website up, www.prayerinternational.org. Email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. Also, we... Uh, I have a call-in number, 619-638-8458. Feel free to call in, listen in. We'll have our switchboard and be back up in the chat room here in just a little bit. So, all right, praise God. Well, Father, we just give you praise. We just thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. And we declare our heart will choose to say, blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. Declare tonight that you give and you take away. That, Father, you choose. And you turn. Of course, you turn things the way you desire. We declare you are sovereign over all. You are mighty. You are worthy, Father. You are holy. And Father, tonight we just declare your word among the nations, lifting up the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the blood of Christ shed for our salvation, shed for our freedom, for healing, deliverance. Father, you said that you are a shepherd. We shall lack nothing. Goodness and mercy would follow us all the days of our lives. We would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father, you've chosen paths of righteousness for us. For your name's sake. You've made plain paths, even chosen to make our crooked paths straight. Father, we thank you for your mercy, for your faithfulness. Praise you. Praise you, Father. Glory be your name. Glory be your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Tonight, I just want to start off by letting you know many of you have been praying for my wife's aunt, for my aunt. Her name is Judy. And tonight, at about 8.30, 8.40, Judy went to be with the Lord. So we just wanted to let everybody know that the praying, we just want to thank you for praying, just continue to pray for her daughter, her family, 
pray for my wife, for Judy's sisters and family. Just that the peace of the Lord, we just pray that God's peace be with the family right now. And I just wanted to make that announcement and let you guys know that we're so thankful, so appreciative for your prayers, concern, and just want to ask you to continue to pray for the family um, in this time. So, praise God. In fact, I just want to lift up prayer for the family. Just ask everybody to just join in, and then we will go into the word of the Lord. Father, right now, Lord, we just lift up Judy's daughter, Mindy, my wife, Tracy, Lord, we just lift up her brothers and sisters and the rest of the family that knew Judy, her friends, and those that are grieving in this time of loss. Father, we thank you that Judy knew you, made her peace with you. So, Father, right now we just ask your peace, your strength, clarity. Lord, you would just relieve the heaviness and the burden and the grief and stress and just bring a peace over the family. We just ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. All right. Praise God. Well, You know, tonight I just feel like praying for the nations, praying. You know, every now and then we'll lift up prayer, lift up a word of prayer for different requests, different needs, different things going on in people's lives. But tonight I just want to cover Israel and United States just ask the glory of the Lord to cover the earth the Father would send forth laborers into the harvest you know it's the Father's desire to make the church the people of God the body of Christ, the bride, whatever you want to call the men and women that are committed to him and that know him that love him with all their heart, someone and strength God desires to make his church a praise in the earth, to make his people a praise in the earth. And that needs to be our prayer. It needs to be our desire. Father, make us a praise in the earth. You see, God desires to get glory out of you. God desires to get glory out of you. The way you do that, you have to have your heart and your mind cleansed. Your heart and your mind set on the Father. He who keeps his mind on me, I'll keep him in perfect peace. 
So we pray for our hearts and our minds to be cleansed from the sins of yesterday. And declare the power of the blood of Jesus to be released in our lives, to be released in your life right now. See, we need to seek forgiveness. First John 1, 8. James 4 and 8 tell us to seek forgiveness, to confess our faults, to release people, not to hold a grudge, to to have the right attitude towards people. Very important. If we're going to pray, we need to have the right attitude towards people or it can really hinder our prayer life. Unforgiveness is a huge hindrance to prayer, to being at peace, to flowing in the move in the realm of the Spirit of God. Unforgiveness. See, the enemy likes to bring weights and sins that easily beset us. One of those weights, one of those blockages, unforgiveness. We need to guard against it. We need to watch against it. Take heed. See, the enemy desires to come into our lives and Bringing divisions and schisms in relationships and families and church relationships and, and work relationships, whatever he can. We need to guard against unforgiveness. really to see you know where the enemy comes in that's one place that's very vital the other area is learning how to walk in faith belief trusting God You have to really see where you trust, where you depend on God. Is God your source? You have to know that God's your source, and do you know that? That's really the main thing. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, someone that's strength. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Come on. Be thankful. Thank God for the house of God. Thank God for people in your life. Thank God for the situation you're going through. Your attitude is going to determine the season you enter. Learn to walk in the spirit of forgiveness. Learn to walk in the spirit of faith, belief. The Bible says, 
a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. If you doubt in your heart, don't think that you're going to receive anything from the Lord. How does that work? We've got to have faith in God, faith in his faithfulness, not faith in, in our faithfulness. We don't have faith in our goodness. Jesus said, there's no one good but God. Your righteousness is filthy rags. See, it's, it's Isaiah even says, their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. And you need to realize that your righteousness you have to walk in an attitude of, Father, forgive me. You don't want to walk in unforgiveness either. You want to walk in and be free and forgiven. Very important. Well, praise God. So if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. I'll be your host. For the next half hour, talking about forgiveness, talking about unforgiveness, make sure you walk in the spirit of forgiveness. Do you, do you walk in the spirit of forgiveness? Be disciplined in that area. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Learn not to hold a grudge. Don't hold grudges. Don't live with the root of bitterness. It's damaging to you. It's wrong. Don't speak your your grudge. Don't speak your bitterness out of your mouth, God. But stay just learn to stay in harmony with godly friends. Learn to stay in harmony with people. Don't get bitter. Don't hold a grudge towards people. Learn to just let things go. Learn to let things go. See, whatever you you don't master in your life is going to master you. Bitterness will make you a slave. It'll kill your spirit. It'll wipe the smile off your face. Bitterness will paralyze your effectiveness for God. You've got to master it or it's going to master you. So begin to give. Give God your bitterness. If you feel crushed, give it to God. If your heart's broken, give it to God. Just, God. 
Praise God. Father, right now we just pray, Lord, for Israel. Pray that your blessing upon Israel, Father, that you would make them a praise in the earth, that you would bring peace over Israel, peace over Jerusalem, peace within their wall, prosperity, to cause increase in abundance over your people, financial blessing, financial security, the head and not the tail. And Father, we pray. Righteousness would exalt a nation. Bring righteousness to your people. Raise up the remnant. Watchmen on the walls there. We pray the protection of God, the angels of God. Father, you commanded us to pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your bread of life, feeding our spirits, changing our inner worlds. Father, we just ask for your peace and your presence to fill our lives and begin to change us, not only internally, but begin to change our external circumstances. Father, in Luke, Lord, chapter 18, you told us, we wish that men ought to always pray and not faint. Father, we know that it pleasures you. You said you'd meet with us and commune with us above the mercy seat, between the cherubims, over the ark and the testimony. And you give it to us in the commandments and give it to the children of Israel, Father. You gave us your commandments to abide with you told us to come unto you all that labor and are heavy laden and you give us rest. So Father, give us rest. Your peace as we keep our minds on you. Father, we thank you, Lord, that as we pray, it affects the lives of others, Lord. It changes the lives of people. You told us, you exhorted us to supplicate, to pray, to intercede, give thanks and to make intercession for all men. First Timothy T one. He told us to confess our faults one to another and pray for each other that we be healed. So the effectual fervent prayer for righteous men availeth much, Lord. Prayer changes things. Prayer affects people's lives. Thank you, Father, that when we pray you hear us. Father, we just ask, Lord, in your holy name, to show whatsoever we ask in the Father. In Jesus' name, you said you'd give it to us, Lord, and we come in your Son's name by the blood, only by the virtue of the blood, Lord. Birth uncommon miracles. You said you would show us great and mighty things that be called out to you and answer us. Show us the things that we don't know, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You said whatsoever things we ask in your name you would do. 
Father may be glorified in the Son. Jesus, you said if we ask anything in your name, you would do it. We love you. We keep your commandments. Father, help us, Lord, to love you and keep your commandments. Cause your name to be glorified in us. Father, cause us to be humble, Lord. Give us humility. Humility. Another thing that will cause you will shift gears here. We just ask it in Jesus' name, Father. Another thing that will cause you to have a hindered prayer life is not walking in humility, not reaching and putting your confidence towards God and recognizing God as your source. If you think you're the one that's doing it, you need to think again. Do you have respect for God? Be humble. Do you have confidence in God? Be humble. Mark eleven twenty four says, Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. And you shall have them. But you have to reach out, be humble about it. See, intercessors are called to pray for you. God seeks out intercessors. Intercessors seek out those that they're called, assigned to. Even Samuel, remember when he said, Moreover, as for me, God forbid I should sin against the Lord and ceasing to pray for you. See, Samuel knew it was a sin to to not pray. Jesus, one of his habits were intercession. Came to pass in those days he went to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer unto God, Luke 6.12. Jesus had a habit of interceding. Praying all night to God. You need intercessors. Intercessors need you. You need to be an intercessor. Somebody needs your prayer. And you need the prayer of somebody else. I said that again. Somebody needs your prayers. Just like you need the prayers of somebody else. See, right now in heaven, there's intercession taking place. Jesus is our high priest, our intercessor. It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that is risen again, who even at the right hand of God also makes intercession for us, Romans 8.34. There he sits at the right hand of God praying for us. The Holy Spirit prays for us daily, makes intercession for us, and helps our infirmity. His intercession with groanings, Romans 8.26 and 27. These groanings which knowingly are uttered, he that searches the hearts knoweth, what is the mind of the Spirit? Because he makes intercession for the saints. According to the will of God, if you begin to pray and ask God to begin to download his will, the Holy Spirit will begin to pray his will through you. You'll begin to see and know things. As you call unto him, he'll show you great and mighty things that you don't know about. When you don't know what to pray about, the Holy Spirit will pray through you. 
of the Holy Spirit, verse 3, is going to help your infirmity. His intercessions are groanings which normally can't be uttered. The Holy Spirit searches the hearts and knows what is the mind of the Spirit. If you want to know what the mind of the Spirit is, begin to pray. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. So I just wanted to talk about prayer and intercession for a little bit. You know, we talk a lot about the Word of God and teach the Word. Sometimes we just need to talk about prayer and charge people to pray, charge charge people to have a spirit of prayer. Begin to lift up that voice. Begin to lift up the name of Jesus. Praise God. Well, Father, we just pray for the United States of America right now. Lord, we pray that you'd move on our nation, change and affect our nation in a great and mighty way. Move on our president, the cabinet, the different branches of government, offices, our Supreme Court judges, justice system, Education system. And Father, we just ask, Lord God, that you'd move in a great and mighty way. Move in our nation, Father. Bring a great awakening. Bring a great awakening. Begin to stir the hearts of your people. Stir the hearts of your people. Cause them to cry out to you. Cause them to reach out to you. Cause them to humble themselves. So that you can lift them up in in Christ. They can do all things. Father, touch your people now by the power of the Holy Spirit in their bodies. Father, those that are sick, those that are struggling, those that are believing for someone else that are sick, we just rebuke and bind and curse the spirit of infirmity right now in Jesus' name. We bind and we curse the spirit of infirmity, spirit of death and disease. We speak a life, life, life everlasting. Wellness, wholeness, fullness, abundance. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Father, we just ask in the name of Jesus that you would touch every person listening tonight. 
by the power of your Holy Spirit. Reveal to them the love, the nature of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father.
right, praise God. Just want to lift up Sister Cheryl right now and uh, for her aunt and uncle. Just want to go ahead and pray for them. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray, Lord God. Father, we pray, Lord God, for household salvation, Father, family salvation, that your salvation extends not only to ourselves, but to our children, to our families, to our parents. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, Father, we declare and we speak to this aunt and uncle, and we say to you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, coming into the kingdom, you come into the kingdom, have peace with God. We speak peace over them right now, peace and strength over them and their bodies, their minds, their spirits. Father, we pray supernatural. Reveal yourself in a mighty way. Reveal yourself to their families. Reveal yourself to their loved ones. Reveal yourself to everyone involved. Begin to open up doors to the gospel. Begin to open up doors for Jesus to come into this family. Bless Sister Cheryl right now. Strengthen her. Use this as opportunity, Father. Get glory, Lord. Get glory out of it. I know Sister Cheryl's heart is to see you get glory out of this. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, my wife and I are going through similar. Uh, we just shared earlier tonight. Um, for those of you that have been praying for her Aunt Judy uh, tonight at about 8, 28.30 Central Time, uh, her Aunt Judy went to be with the Lord. And, uh, of course, we weren't right there. And we received the news about, oh, 9.15 So uh, anyways uh, We're a little bit of a distance From there A lot going on But uh, my wife told me You do the show But you know tonight I was just sharing my heart Just want to encourage those of you that are tuned in You know just to check out The archives You know, get into the word for a little bit But uh, we can relate. You know, we're going through a season. Uh, got some other family also in hospitals, in hospice, hospice care. Um, different things going on. But, you know, we just trust God, giving glory. God is being revealed. God is revealing himself in the midst of it all. And we have to just remind ourselves and encourage ourselves in the Lord. Sometimes we can get so weary in well-doing. But you know, got to hold on to that side that the Lord says you'll reap. In due season, if you faint not, just hold on. Hold on. Just hold on. He is faithful. God is faithful. And you need to remind yourself of the faithfulness of God. Just remind yourself of who God is. 
just have to remind yourself of who he is. He's a faithful God. The holy God. He makes things happen for us. See, he has a watchful eye. He has a ear to listen. Constantly listening, constantly watching. Constantly ready to forgive. Constantly ready to lead and guide. Constantly ready to give you peace in your heart. Joy in your spirit. He said he'd give you beauty for ashes, all of joy for mourning. He wants to give you healing in your body. Give you power to overcome sin. Wants to give you his protection. Come on. He wants to heal your broken heart. He wants to give you his wisdom for living. You can expect his faithfulness. He's faithful. Faithful God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you for your faithfulness, Father. We just praise you for your faithfulness, Father.
Welcome back to International Radio, and we are signing off. So we just want to bless you tonight, and we will be back tomorrow from 9 to 11. And you have a wonderful night. In Jesus' name, God bless you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.